I came from a low-income family that was that was struggling. You see how hard life can get. GCE became a part of my life because I don't want my family to fall back into that. I never thought education would take me this far. I'm still young. I still have a lot to do in my life and just want to get things done the way I want with a good education under me. I'm Stacy, and Grand Canyon University helped me find my purpose. Hey everybody, this is Sophie and welcome to episode 143 of the Big Babe Cast. On this episode, Melanie and I are going to talk through a lunch that I had at my house recently that was a ton of fun. And we're also going to break down five of our favorite things that we have really enjoyed recently and get all into the reasons why. Before we get to all of that though, I want to tell you about something that Melanie and I both love with our whole undivided hearts. And that is FabFitFun. FabFitFun is a seasonal subscription box with full size, all the way full size, beauty, fitness, fashion, and lifestyle products. It retails for $49.99, but always has a value of $200. And you will find the most fun things inside. You might find skincare from Glam Glow or Kate Somerville or Dr. Brandt. You might find fashion items from Vince Camuto or Free People or Michael Stars. You might find beauty products from tart or moroccan oil or zoya it is a needed product in my life so don't miss out the fabfitfun boxes sell out fast and fortunately you can subscribe using our coupon code and get ten dollars off your first box so here's what you do you go to fabfitfun.com and use the code big boo b-i-g-b-o-o So you can save $10 off your first box, which will make it only $39.99. Again, that's fabfitfun.com and use the code BIGBOO for $10 off your first box. What a fun way to treat yourself and feel like it's your birthday four times a year. Alrighty, y'all. As always, we are so glad you're here for our usual brand of nonsense. And we hope you really enjoy episode 143. Hey, everybody, this is Sophie. This is Bee Mama. Hey, it's Melanie. It's Big Mama. And the reason why we feel like we're doing this just right after we just did this is because we just did this. We just did, did this. And like two days ago, three days ago. And what will come is no shock to anyone who's listened to us on a regular basis that we lost that episode due to technical issues. <laughs> Um, it was all my fault is what I'm going to tell you. I don't know that it was all your fault. It, it just, was, 
<laughs> well, I'm going to say, here's where I'm going to place the blame. I'm going to okay. say it was my fault vis-a-vis my particular computer, but I blame whoever put malware on my computer because I think what happened is when I had my call with Abdul, remember in the middle, after we finished recording, I was like, that's so weird. I can't connect to my internet, but the Skype is still working. Yes. And so all that night, like I would get on the internet and it would let me on for like two seconds and then it would turn off. And so finally... So I kept fixing it the only way I know how, which is I would just restart my computer and then I would be right. able to get on the internet for like two more minutes and then it would kick me off. So finally I called, I had, I called 1-800-MY-APPLE. I had the ever so helpful Abdul helped walk me through. And I think Abdul was secretly horrified at all the things that I had on my computer that I wasn't sure. aware. But I think that what happened as I retraced my steps was I ended up deleting maybe a a, a false quick time that I had. And so okay. it created some aliases for what we had recorded. Okay. And that's, that's really where it all went awry. All I know is I went to, to edit the episode and I, I opened Melanie's or I tried to drag Melanie's file into GarageBand where I edit and there was nothing there. Yes. And I was like, well, surely what it, I don't, and so, but it was just, it was, it was, it was just like, it was just a, a file with nothing in it. I don't yeah. know. It was weird. It was weird. Yeah. Yeah. So there you have it. So that's out in cyberspace somewhere. And it was, listen, I'm going to tell you, it was probably the best podcast we ever recorded and it's lost forever. <laughs> it was a good one. Yeah. It my was microphone was, was stationary. Yeah. My mm-hmm. microphone was stationary the whole time. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm really, I'm sad for what the internet has lost in that. <laughs> In that treasure. Well, listen, we can trust that if the Lord had wanted others to hear about all of our thoughts about hair products, that he would have, he would have brought that thing to fruition. That's right. He would, he would have done it. So yeah, apparently right. he was, he was a no, he was a hard no. It was a hard no. It was he who began a good work in that podcast <laughs> did not want to finish that one. Did so. not want to complete it. No, it was uh, done. Uh, so, okay. So baseball. Well, baseball. I was going to say in the interim, what has happened is a supreme sports moment for you. Well, okay, let's. And we didn't even get into this in the one that we recorded that nobody can hear. Okay, um, well, that's why it wasn't meant to be. And by the way, there is noise with your microphone. I don't know how to break it to you. I don't I've, know. I don't know how to tell you. It's stable. I'm sitting in a beanbag chair. <laughs> it's thinking maybe it's the beanbag. <laughs> I think maybe it's been the bean back all along. <laughs> no, I normally don't say <laughs> I can't imagine how there could be noise when you're in a beanbag chair. Every everybody knows that for top-notch audio, <laughs> you always sit in a beanbag chair. They make very little noise. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. This isn't a typical beanbag chair. It's not like your 1970s beanbag chair. It's very nice, very sturdy. I don't even know that it's beans. It's from Pottery Barn. It's very, it's like a chair. It just happens to be stuffed with beans. So I think what we're saying is whenever I've said I'm hearing something, like I think if you just moved a little, probably it would make some noise. Um. Okay. Yeah. 
But normally I'm not on the beanbag chair. I am today because okay. I was hoping that might be better than the bed. I just don't have a lot of seating options in my podcast studio. <laughs> this is the best I can do. <laughs> we're Listen, we're going to roll with it. Okay. So last weekend, State played in the Super Regional in Startville against Stanford. And in the in the second game of the Super Regional, and they say was pretty dominant the whole game, but in the ninth inning, our leadoff guy Jake Mangum, who's a senior this year, yes, who has who has broken the SEC record for the number of hits um, over the course of his career. Like he's he's the all time hit leader in the SEC, and anyway, he gets up for his last at bat at Duty Noble, and he drills the ball. Yes. So that was very exciting because he gets a base hit. And then not too long after that, Elijah McNamee, who's also a senior, who has had just a, a hard couple of months. I don't know him personally, but I know what the announcers tell me. And and he hurt his foot and had a pin put in it. And then his grandfather died. He didn't get drafted. Um, and everybody kind of thought he would. And he's been in a little bit of a, a slump batting wise. He's the one who hit two grand slams for us last year in the postseason. Wow. Um, he gets up to bat his last at bat again at Duty Noble. Um, and he hits a bomb into left field and it's a three run homer. And I have never heard Duty Noble any louder than uh, that. Now I was not there, yes. but you know, like a, a real baseball crowd knows by the sound of the bat hitting the ball, yeah. what kind of hit it is. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you know, and as soon as he hit that thing, it went crazy and I was like well lord that was glorious I watched that whole thing go down in in the corner of my kitchen where I go when I'm nervous Uh and I was like that was that was some kind of baseball moment like that whole inning it was closed out by the the game got closed out by Cole Gordon who's a a graduate player anyway so it was phenomenal so now we're in Omaha at the College World Series and last night State plays Auburn and we cannot score. Like we, yeah. we, we left eleven men on base. We cannot score. We have one run at the in the um in the bottom of the ninth, and they so it's four to one. We go up for our last at bat, and somehow Jake Mangum again first one up hits a double. Anyway, somehow mm-hmm. those guys put together a rally, and um, we end up winning in a walk off five to four. It, it was incredible. It was incredible. It was incredible. And after Jack Mangum hit that double, you texted me and you said, Oh, I see you state. And I was like, Oh, this has uh-huh. been miserable. I mean, yeah. I mean, and listen, and we have both been on the on the side of heartache with our teams enough to know it was a heartbreaking loss for Auburn. Like I really did feel for them. Yeah, oh, oh, for sure. I mean, it's when you come that close and then it's like just to lose it in the bottom of the ninth is just painful. I mean, it's so painful. Well, it's funny because I was not watching the game because we had, we were all here and we'd gotten home and we'd eaten dinner and I don't know, we, I just didn't have it on. And then my friend Debbie actually is the one that texted me because she listens to the podcast and she said, do we think Sophie is still alive? And I was like, why? I was like, why? What's going on? And then I was like, did you post something or whatever? And then, um, and then she was like, no, this game. And so then I turned it on. So I saw everything, but I was like, oh my gosh, like it was pretty incredible. So I was so happy that I got to see it. Was it was crazy. And they went through the whole, like they went through the whole batting order at that last at bat. I mean, it was, it was wow. just crazy. 
I mean, I, I literally, when we hit the ball, Marshall Gilbert hit the ball to score that final run, I screamed. David's asleep. Alex oh, I'm is sure. It's kind of watching, and his Raymond comes flying out. Like, yes. I, I, and I just, I couldn't believe it. So, needless to say, I did not go to sleep right away after that. No. I mean, how could you? You're only human. So there was a lot of Twitter to ingest. There was a lot of. Yes. Good. I'm going to tell you what for us, though, you know, because we are we are women's soccer fans here. So the World Cup has been glorious for us. Like we have so like that's we got home from church yesterday and the women's uh, game had already started, but we had recorded it. And so we came home, we ate our breakfast tacos, we gathered around to watch the U.S. women um, beat Chile. And it was just, I'm like, oh, I just, I get so excited thinking, I mean, it's just, there's a great game on every day, oh, you know, yes. like there's just great soccer. And so um, we have loved doing that. And, you know, and then all of a sudden I'm an expert, like I'm like, <laughs> yes, yes, I know all the things about everybody and, and yes. you know, well, everybody Everybody knows that the uh, the goalie from Chile is really one of the foremost keepers in the world. I, yes. I had no clue about that before right. Really, yesterday. there should be some sort of booth set up in your kitchen where you can go and station yourself to broadcast during these games. Because the amount, I, last night, even as I was watching the, the bottom of the ninth inning, I was like, well, the Auburn pitcher is throwing way too many fastballs. Let me tell you what I've never done in my whole life is throw a fastball, yeah. but he was throwing too many no. of them. He was not, he's not mixing it up enough. Yep. He needed some change-ups. He needed something, something off speed. I mean, I was, you, you just feel like, you know, so much in those moments. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's like, it's, it's really, it's the problem is, is the way that it came off her foot. She anticipated <laughs> to, right. Right. You know, and that really is the problem. So um, I'm so glad that as a 47-year-old non-athlete that mm-hmm. I can sit there and judge everybody's athletic acumen. Well, there is something, though, about games being on, though, that will put a, put a little pep in your step. Like this afternoon, I've, ha- I've been mm-hmm. still trying to straighten up my house. We had our house painted last week and on the inside, and um, I'm still trying to get it back under control. But I'm like, oh, Arkansas and Texas Tech are playing a baseball game. Well, isn't that just perfect? Yeah. You know, it's yeah. There's something about it. I don't know. Sports just make everything. They just make everyday life a little more special. Yeah, it's a good. Well, it's like that feeling in the fall. That's why I like the fall, like on a Saturday, because you know you can turn on the TV in the morning and there's going to be some football game on all day long. Yes. Like. At any given point, and you can check in or out. I can go clean my closet and then just come back in to see what the score is if it's not two teams that I'm super into or whatever. But it's just, it's it's there is like an option, and it's I find that a comfort. I do too. Um, okay, so next up for State, y'all play Vandy on Tuesday night. We, is that correct? We play Vandy on Tuesday night, which is, a, okay. which is not a, a, a task for the faint of heart. No, Vandy's hot they're, right now. And they're so good. They're so good. They're so good. Yeah, they are. But I think, I told you this last night, and I think it's true. I, I think for State, something about what it does mentally, I think especially to baseball players who to me are the most superstitious, no jicky players of all the athletes. Like they've got more rituals and things. Like I think so much of baseball is a mental thing. I think being able to have a comeback like they did is I think that's huge for state. I, I think t- that's a huge thing. Yeah. And I think that as opposed to going into the loser's bracket where you're going to play probably a little tighter than normal. I don't know. Today, yeah. the the guys who were covering practice were like they were super loose. And I don't know. I think as uh-huh. long as they're, they're, they're pretty loose and pitching holes out, we'll see. 
I, yeah, yeah. I mean, better to be in the in the winners bracket than not, and I'm yeah. I'm happy for him. So be good to that's watch. Right. That's right. Well, and any given day, that's why you play the game. That's right. Because de- don't doesn't Caroline love it when you okay. say that to her? Which I say to Alex all the time, which is that anybody can beat anybody on any day. That's right. And it's so true. It's, I mean, you've seen it happen time and time again. So, and listen, I love an underdog story. Um, So you had Beth over for lunch. Yes. Yes. And you've heard this story now several times, but I have, but I can't hear it enough. It will be my great joy to tell you again. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So our friend Beth Moore and her assistant, Kimberly McMahon, who everybody calls K-Mac, um, were in town last week here in Birmingham for the Southern Baptist Convention. And long before the Southern, well, not long before, maybe a month ago, I thought, I wonder I would if Beth could come over. Like, I would love to cook for her because she has always been very kind and very gracious to Melanie and me when we have been in Houston to invite us to her home. Yes. And we have had some lovely, memorable times at her home. And so it, as it turned out, she got in touch with me a couple of weeks later and said she actually did have room in her schedule, that she was finished with what she needed to do, and she could probably come over here. She and K-Mac could come over here about one. Mm-hmm. So, And then the, their flight left at like, they needed to be at the airport around five. So we had a whole afternoon stretched out before us. And so I decided that I wanted to fix like just a, a Southern feast for her visit and K-Max visit. And what and so is better what than I a did, Southern feast? Uh, well, uh, it, it really is. I mean, mm-hmm. when it's, when it's done well, it's one of the most delicious things. But, but what I did not know was that our painting that we were, have been planning to do was going to coincide with her visit. And I did not know that, that they would specifically be inside the house when she came over and so, but I certainly was not, I didn't want to disrupt the painters at all. Yeah. Um, but when I tell you, and I have, I actually posted about this a few days ago because I posted the recipes of everything I fixed on my blog. But when I tell you my house was torn up, I mean, <laughs> it was, it was torn up, whatever, however we might think we might like for our house to look if yes. my house was the opposite of that. Yeah. So there were paint cans everywhere. The furniture was covered in plastic. Um, I mean, it was a nothing on the wall, nothing on the walls. It's like we just moved in. It was a yeah. wreck. And so what I, the other thing is, because our, our driveway is super steep, as Melanie knows. Yes. And I had warned them about that um, because their friend Ron was going to drive them over here. And when Ron saw the driveway, he said, oh, I'm not driving down that. So... <laughs> So when I thought I heard their voices outside, I went and looked and Beth and K-Mac are wheeling their suitcases down the driveway. I oh mean, like baby, baby step by baby step, but like just, oh, you know, <laughs> try not to get too much speed up. Yes, because so those so suitcases I, could take off. Yes. So uh-huh. I got tickled. And then when, when they got inside, Beth got so tickled. Like, I don't think they really <laughs> believed me when I said my house is really not fit for company. Yes. She doubled over. But <laughs> but fortunately, the the kitchen and the den off the kitchen were fine. And so we just stayed down there. We just stayed in that part of the house and had uh, some fine food and conversation. And it was one of my favorite days in a, a really long time. We had a, We had a great time. 
I love that so much. I love the whole mm. thing. Because I think it is one of those things that when somebody said like, oh, I hate for you to come over. My house is a wreck. And I mean, I'm sure in her mind, it was like, I'm, you have like a drop cloth in the hallway. You know what yes. I mean? Like, mm-hmm. 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 not that like every single thing was covered and there were ladders and stuff in your living room. Right. There might be one paint tray, you know, just off uh, kind of in a corner, but everything else is just perfect. And so, no, it Mm-mm. was torn up it really did look like and like every accessory book painting everything we have is crammed in our dining room oh my gosh yeah it um it was it was something else but I'll tell you what it was it was still fine yeah it was worth it well and really mm -hmm. the way your house is set up it is nice because like you do have that nice little sitting area off your kitchen so it's it, you can do stuff without your living room being functional. Yeah, it was fine. But yeah. David even said after, he was like, I don't know if, he, he was like, I don't know if I ever thought that you would roll with something like that. In terms yeah. of, because I always am, I, I have a tendency to be kind of particular. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like if people are coming over, I like for everything to be really clean and nice. And I know that everybody tells us we shouldn't worry about that. But I just like for it to be. It just yeah. puts my mind at ease a little bit. And so... Yeah. <clears throat> but I had to let it go. I had yeah. to, I had to like Megan trainer. I had to let it go. Let it go. That's right. And, uh, and so anyway, it was, okay. it, it really was, it was a good little lesson for me in, yes. And what matters in those situations. And so after I got them to the airport and came home, our small group came over and finished all the leftovers, which was delightful because if you, you know, like you cook all that food, it's really fun if people eat all of it. Yeah. So, so then we had a second round of company that night again in a house with really no place to sit and um and it was fun we had a good time okay well and I think there's something freeing about that because I'm like you know it's just it is what it is so I mean you know you're like because I think I'll start to have people over and I'm like oh my gosh I probably need to go get fresh flowers well here's the deal if everything's all torn up you know what I'm not going to do go get fresh flowers it takes the pressure off across the board Mm -hmm. it really did because you know what I didn't do I didn't go get fresh flowers yeah like I just I had I had some in my kitchen that were Mm -hmm. maybe on the side of starting to die and I just left them yeah and I don't know it was it was in, in the oddest way it helped me I think to sort of focus on the people and I don't know. Like I was really so much more focused on them because I wasn't worried about my house. I wasn't worried about everything being perfect or looking nice. Cause I had zero control over that. Yeah. So anyway, maybe yeah. next time when we have company, I'll just tell everybody not to make up the beds and yeah, just go with it. Know. Hey, leave your laundry out wherever uh-huh. and no big deal. Uh-huh. We'll just run with it. Yeah. But it was a really, it was a really fun day. I enjoyed it so much. And um, it was so fun for Alex to get to meet them and I don't know you know just when the the pieces of your life that that you love a lot get to connect that's always fun yeah I agree yeah I think that's super fun hey y'all it's me all by myself in the middle of the podcast because I want to tell you about simple contacts listen there are a million things demanding your time Contact lenses should not be one of them, and Simple Contacts lets you renew your prescription and reorder your contacts from anywhere in minutes. So if you're on your couch, you can reorder your contacts. If you're in an airport, you can reorder your contacts. If you're at your office, guess what? You can reorder your contacts. The doctor's office is now wherever you are. 
It's so simple, y'all. The Simple Contacts Vision Test is self-guided. It takes less than five minutes. It takes so much less time than if you have to make an appointment and get to the eye doctor, take time off, sit in the waiting room. This test is designed by ophthalmologists and a licensed doctor reviews every test. So you can skip the office visit, but not the care. The reviews for Simple Contacts speak for themselves. Simple Contacts has been rated five stars over 5,000 times on the App Store, and you can text with the support team and always get to speak with a person if you need some help. Simple Contacts has all the brands and types of lenses you're familiar with, so you don't have to shop around, and the vision test is only $20. Plus, the contact lens prices are unbeatable. Standard shipping is free, and best of all, we have a special promotion for our listeners of the big Boocast. Y'all, I did not understand how this could work, but sure enough, I stood right here in my office. I took a vision test. Somebody looked over that vision test. They confirmed my prescription and my contacts were on the way. Really is a time saver. So for $20 off your first Simple Contacts order, that's all you have to do. You go to simplecontacts.com slash bigboo20 or use the promo code BIGBOO20 at checkout. That's simplecontacts.com slash BIGBOO2020 or enter the promo code BIGBOO20 at checkout for $20 off your first Simple Contacts order. Now, this is not a replacement for your periodic full eye health exam. We all need to be getting those. But this is a great way to make sure that your prescription is accurate and to renew your contact lens orders. I'm a fan. The second thing I want to tell y'all about today is from our friends at Hummingbird Farms. If y'all have listened to the podcast before, you may know that Melanie and I both adore the products from Hummingbird Farms. We're super partial to their lavender body lotion. I'm a huge fan of the lavender citrus heavy cream. We love their lavender body oil. Their stuff is just phenomenal. And they have recently launched a new product, which is Triple Milled Bar Soap. It is also incredible. Because it's triple milled, that means that all the excess moisture and air has been removed. It's run through these closely placed steel rollers at least three times. So it makes this soap longer lasting and creamier. It has loads of lather. It also doesn't get all messy in your soap dish. It's made with coconut oil enriched with aloe and there are no animal byproducts. It's cruelty free and it's so good to your skin. It's so moisturizing and hydrating and they smell great. There is a lavender triple milled. There is a Julia triple milled, which the the Julia is a rosemary and citrus blend. And then there is a pure aloe that is fragrance-free and sulfate-free. Y'all are going to love this stuff. And right now, you can buy it before it's even actually on the Hummingbird Farms website through Evine. So we're going to post a link to where you can find it on Evine in the show notes. And once you get there, you can get 15% off of your purchase if you're a first-time Evon buyer by using the code BSOCIAL, capital B-E-S-O-C-I-A-L, all capital letters, will get you 15% off if it's your first Evon purchase. So don't miss these great products from Hummingbird Farms. This is something that Melanie and I love and use every single day. 
and we can't wait for you to try this triple milled soap. Alrighty y'all, here we go back to episode 143. Well, and I think I'm going to tell you that that whole day has brought a gift to my life even though I wasn't there and I was so sad not to be with y'all. But when you posted your recipes and when we talked about this the first time, you talked about um, Collard Valley Cooks on YouTube. And that's where you got your, you let Tammy assist you with your chicken and dressing recipe. She taught you some new things. And now I have discovered, so I was like, I want to know how to make chicken and dressing because I've made dressing. I've never made chicken and dressing. So I was like, I want to know how to do that. And so now my friend Tammy, and I feel comfortable calling her Tammy <laughs> because I've watched so many of her videos over the weekend. Uh-huh. I've watched Tammy make a strawberry cake. I've watched I Tammy watched make yeah, mm-hmm. salmon patties. I've watched uh-huh. Tammy make a cobbler. I've mm-hmm. watched Tammy make a, a strawberry chess pie. Um, oh, I hadn't seen that. I cannot quit watching Tammy. I am a little obsessed with her. Listen. I just, she's delightful. She's delightful. So my brother discovered Collard Valley Cooks and Tammy about a year ago. And my brother, when he gets interested in something, he just spams you with it. Like, <laughs> like there's no, there's no like, hey, at some point you might want to check out. It's here are 14 things I've watched her cook. Here are the three we're going to make. Here are pictures of people eating those things. Like he just goes all in with something. Mm-hmm, and so... Mm-hmm. So he told me about Tammy and so I'd watched some of her videos and he had, he made like her biscuits at one point and I felt like he made her blackberry cobbler. No, I don't think he made blackberry. I think maybe he made blueberry cobbler. Okay. Anyway, so that kind of got me watching. So when I got ready to make chicken and dressing, which I kept trying to think, what's, what can I make ahead of time? Yeah. So I'm not standing over the stove when they get here, because that always drives me crazy when I feel like I'm having to manage cooking something instead of enjoying people. Yeah, so exactly. I was like, oh, chicken and dressing would be so good. And I haven't made it in a while. So I thought I kind of need a refresher about it. And I thought, oh, I bet Tammy has some chicken and dressing. And sure enough, she did. Yeah. Now, I did mine a little different. I kind of, when I posted about it, I pointed out how, how I did it different. Because I like to make my cornbread in a cast iron skillet. I like to saute the onions and celery before I put it in the, in yeah. the dressing. And um, there was something else that I didn't do. So I don't, I don't like poultry season a lot or sage. Okay, yeah, but, no. um, but all that to say, I mean, she just cooks like my mamaw cooked is the best yeah. way I know how to put it and shows you kind of how to do that. And it's fascinating. It's fascinating. And here's what I love. In this day of slick and polished and beautiful cooking shows, what I appreciate about Tammy is is she cooks the way I cook, where she's like, I don't have an eighth measuring cup, so I'm just going to use (laughs) half of this quarter measuring cup. And she just eyeballs that thing and just throws it in there. Like there's no, there's nothing, there's nothing precious about her cooking. No, which there's, there's no mise-en-place. There's no like, and in this ramekin, I have... A quarter cup of yellow onion. Now, Tammy's going to get in there and she's going to slice the onion and dice mm-hmm. the onion right there in front of you. And she's going to sort of eyeball it. This looks about like a quarter cup. And she's going to put it in there. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, she is mindful of measurements, but but just it's exactly like you said. It, there's nothing that is slick about it. It is just a woman in her kitchen who is yeah. teaching people to cook like our grandmother's cooked and she loves it. But in her husband helps her do the videos. 
Yep. I really, yep. I enjoy it very much. And I appreciate she is also like me in this way because when she was making the strawberry cake, she's like, I'm going to get some strawberries out of the freezer that I put up last spring, I guess, because she grows strawberries. Because I, in my world, Tammy, of course, grows her own strawberries on a For strawberry sure. in a patch. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she's going to go put up her strawberries that she canned. And then next thing you know, you see an open plastic container of strawberries. And she's like, I didn't have any strawberries. I'm going to put these in the <laughs> microwave to warm them up. I'm going to put some sugar on them. I'm going to, and I'm like, well, I appreciate that. That is, mm-hmm. that is my language of how I cook. Like, in fact, today I'm making tonight, I'm doing chicken and wild rice casserole just because it's easy and uh-huh. Harry likes it. I eat just the rice, not the chicken out of it. Imagine. I know. Um, but I, so my ship shopper, I had asked for, would you make it with Uncle Ben's wild rice? Well, she yes. brought me instead of the boxes, the old timey boxes, she brought me the ready rice where it's like all mixed in together. It's like, I guess, in a pouch that you can just microwave. Oh, I've never seen that. Yeah. So they have it. So now that's the bulk. It was hard to find. So I had to go to the store to get my Uncle Ben's like boxed rice kind of thing. But it's that I'm like, this is how I cook. It's like constant you know, because I was sitting there eyeing this rice and it's already all kind of like goopy and mushy in the pouch. It didn't really make me want to cook mm-hmm. it. But I was like, I sat there and debated. I was like, do I think I can mix this in a bowl with cream of mushroom soup and it's going to turn mm. out to be anything? And I was like, no, I'm afraid I'd ruin a whole pan of chicken. And so I, I journeyed to the store like I was a pioneer to buy a box of chicken and rice. I know. Well, last week when they were, when, when Beth and Kmack were coming, I did this like I did my Walmart pickup order for all the like just pantry kind of items um, mm-hmm. that Monday because I was like, I just want to go pick it up and bring it home and put it away. Well, when I started cooking Monday night, I realized that I no, it was not until I started cooking this Tuesday morning. I was making a broccoli salad and I realized that I did not have any mayonnaise and I'm very particular mm-hmm. about my mayonnaise. I like yeah. dukes. And so I had to do the same thing. I had to go to the store and get my dukes oh. and. There's just always something last minute that, that you have to account for. It's the way it is. I know. That's the thing about cooking. Sometimes you think you canned strawberries for the winter and it turns out you hadn't. I hate <laughs> when that got, happens. I hate I just when I think to, I've canned my strawberries and I haven't. I do too. I hate when I think that I've, I've, I've put up. Oh, oh, wait. Hold on. Hazel's going crazy. Hold on one okay. sec. Okay. Okay, David must be home. Is what okay. must be. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. So one of the other things that we did on the episode that we lost on the lost episode, yes, was we talked about a few things that we've been enjoying this summer, and so maybe I actually have a, a new and different one since that time because oh, you know, a lot of time has passed the last three four days. Well, yeah. So do tell. So maybe. Maybe we just talk about maybe three of them or something. I don't know. We'll just see. We'll see but where, yeah, see where it takes us. Because maybe we just talk okay. faster than we talked about them last time. Or or there's that. Okay, so here's my first one. This is the new one that I did not see coming. But, oh, man, did I ever enjoy it. Was um, the new documentary on Amazon about the Jonas Brothers called Chasing Happiness. Oh, I've heard other people talking about that. Okay. Now, clearly, when the Jonas Brothers rose to prominence the first time, I was a little old yeah. for that. I That sort of yes. passed me by. Yes. And not only was I a little old for it, Alex was really young. So I was I was not even in that. I was not even paying attention to the Jonas Brothers back in the yeah. day. No. But there's a documentary now that they, that actually the result 
of the documentary filming was that they got back together and started to record again, the songs that we're hearing now. But it was so interesting, like the dynamic between the three of them, sort of how everything came to be in the beginning. I was just, I enjoyed it so much. I was fascinated by it. It was a little sad in parts, like, because there were hard things that happened. Language, it's not great all the way through. So maybe don't, if you're, if you have an 11 year old who really loved the Jonas Brothers when she was four, maybe it's not quite time for her to watch it, but Gotcha. But okay. I really enjoyed it. I love behind the scenes things like that anyway. And so I thought it was fantastic. So I will link to that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to, I will add that to my summer viewing mm-hmm. list. Mm-hmm. So, um, okay. I, okay. So that day that we talked and I can now give a three day later report, I had just gone and gotten a pedicure and I had gotten a new OPI color. Yes. Um, and it's called Susie Shops and Island Hops. And what's your, what do you and think? I will say, I love it. I would totally do it again. I give it two thumbs up. It's a, I told you, it's not a, it's not a, it's not a white pink. It's not a pinky white. It's a, as Martha Hudson would say, it's pink, pink. I mean, but it's like a, it's not a bubblegum pink. It's just really a, the perfect pink. It's like the perfect shade of pink for summer. So it's, it's neutral enough that I feel like it works, but it also is co- a little more colorful than my normal where I tend to go like with the bubble bath or more of a whitey pink. Mm-hmm. This is a true pink pink, which feels, but it's not a hot right, pink. Right, right, right. It's not a, a mauve, not a mauvey pink. It is not a mauvey pink in any way because I do not enjoy a mauvey pink, but it's just a really good it's just a really good, pretty pink. So I have to say I'm a fan. I, um, I talked to Martha yesterday, by the way, yesterday afternoon, and she was telling me her car's been in the shop. It was, I think it's, it was, she was supposed to come out of the shop today, but it was something about the lights on the panel, like on, you know, up front. I can't remember if she turned the car on and everything lit up. I think it was everything lit up like, and Oh, Oh yeah. So, um, she was, she was in fine form describing everything that was going on with the car. Also, it wasn't a red light. It was a yellow light. It wasn't just the hazard light. <laughs> it was a blanky blank. It was the green a light. blanky blank light. <laughs> blanky blank. Um, goodness. Um, okay. My next thing, I was trying to think if there's any been anything that, that I've watched since, but I, I think not. Okay. So okay. my next thing um, is, and I've already mentioned this to you, so I will keep this brief, but I love my new pair of Quay sunglasses. They're the Quay After Hour sunglasses. I first saw them, Edie, at Life and Grace had them. The frames are huge. I like a big frame. You know, mm-hmm. I wear those peepers reading glasses that are yeah. the size of a small child's head. Um, yeah. and that, but these After Hour sunglasses, they're not super polarized, but there's something about them like it. It really diffuses the sunlight. It doesn't just make things dark. It diffuses. Mm. And so I love them a lot. And they're a great moderately priced pair of sunglasses. So yay for the, yay for the Quay sunglasses is what I say. Okay. I've been wanting to try a pair for that very reason, because I feel like they're, they're a little pricier. So it makes me feel like they might be a little nicer than what I pick up at Target. But they also feel like a lower commitment, you know, because they're not 
two hundred dollars right. or whatever. If you if you if you were to lose them for some in some way, or if you were to misplace them, you wouldn't feel sick at your stomach necessarily. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, um, okay. My other thing that I said that I am really enjoying, and you had actually said you were going to try it, and I bet you haven't yet. But is the Spindrift sparkling water? Uh, I I did not go to Target the day of the podcast, but they have it in Fresh Market. But today, oh, okay. when I was in Fresh Market, they didn't have any flavors that I was particularly captivated mm. by. Yeah, you need to give it a fair shot. So it's got to be a good flavor. Now, okay. I have since, I will say, I got that day. I love the grapefruit as my personal favorite. I think it's the most flavorful of all the sparkling mm-hmm. waters. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I, it's really good. I think it works well as its own. I think it works well as a mixer with a with an adult beverage, if you prefer it that way. Mm-hmm. You can only get it at Target here in San Antonio that I have seen. There may be somewhere else, but that's the only place I've seen it. But I really like the lime and I like the grapefruit. I got the orange mango. And it's okay, but it's not my, it's probably not my favorite, okay. but I'm also not a huge orange mango person. I just had been on a mango kick. So I decided to try it, but to drink it, that's probably not my favorite. Okay. Flavor. Well, all so. they had today when I was at Fresh Market, they had blackberry and I was like, yeah, I don't know about no, blackberry. No, you don't, you got to give it a fair shot. You got to start with something. You got to give it, you got to set it up for success. They also had at our Fresh Market today, they had Topo Chico, which I know you like. Oh. I love Topo Chico. But I didn't know, I didn't buy any because I couldn't remember if you liked the the plain with lime that you yourself put in there or if you like the Topo Chico with a twist of lime. I do a fresh twist of lime as opposed okay. to the other lime. I don't know that okay. I've ever even had the lime. I just sometimes... I get a little, I just, I feel like the lime is going to taste synthetic. And I don't know why I think that because it doesn't in the spindrift, but I, in my Topo Chico, I just like a fresh lime. Okay. Cause I almost got some and then I thought, oh, cause you know, I'm trying to train myself to like it, yeah. um, to like yeah. any kind of sparkling water situation. But so far, you know, I haven't it, had a whole lot of luck. The Topo Chico for me, I'm going to tell you what my favorite thing is, is because it comes in, I like to get the glass bottles and I like to get them yes. really cold. And then I squeeze a little, li- I squeeze a little lime on it. And yeah. to me, it's like my, it's like, it's like when I want to have a beer, but I know that I don't need to have a beer. Okay. It feels okay. like that. It's like a substitute to me. So like sometimes when we pick up Mexican food or whatever, and I'm like, I don't really want to drink a beer. I'll do a type of Chico with lime squeezed in it. Okay. Well, they had, I think they had plain, they had the the kind with lime. I think they had a kind with lemon. Is that a kind? Okay. All glass bottles, little four packs. They were adorable. Yeah. They, they just yeah. look like they'd be cute just to take home from the grocery store, honestly. But. They would. They would be. I think they'd be super cute. Mm-hmm. So um, so anyway, so yeah, well, you'll have to report back to us on your sparkling water. Okay, I will. I'm sure everyone will be <laughs> sitting well, on the edge of their seats about that. Well, mm-hmm. they're going to be riveted. I mean, this is the mm-hmm. kind of stuff that we provide to the internet. It really is. Um, okay, so the other thing, one of the other things that I mentioned that I have loved is I personally really like the Capri Blue Volcano Candles. It's one of my favorite candles. I like to burn it in my office at school because the girls really like it at school. And they think yeah. that it smells like my son. Is that <laughs> volcano? And so I, for some reason, somehow I have not grown weary or tired of it. I like it. And um, a, a month or so ago, my friend Stephanie discovered that on anthropology.com, you can buy diffuser oil in the volcano Mm -hmm. scent and I'm going to tell you I mean and we talked about this on the on the lost episode but 
it just takes a couple of drops. It's very potent. It's, it doesn't take much in your diffuser. But I just love to have that scent without the worry that like, oh, I'm going to leave the house and I'm going to forget to blow the candle out and all that kind of stuff because that does not fly around here. And so, um, (laughs) so, you know, just if if you're busy and you want the smell, but you're going to be running in and out of your house, it's just a good way to get it. So, yeah, I I love that. Okay. Um, I, um, my other thing is, is, um, and you can get it on Amazon, but it's a dip mix. Um, and it's by resident chef and it's their Parmesan spinach dip. Um, and I first discovered it when, when Gully and I went to her mom's house, honey had it and she had made it. And I was like, this is like the best dip ever. And she buys it a little local store there, like one of those little mm-hmm. gifty boutiques, but I found it on Amazon and it's their spinach Parmesan dip. You mix it with like a cup of mayonnaise, a cup of sour cream, Honey had told me you add like a dollop of cream cheese and then also some mm. fresh Parmesan, like, like grated yes, Parmesan. You mix it all up and you can serve it cold or hot. I have not had it hot. It's really good cold though. Like it's the kind, like it's so good. Like it'll make me eat carrots and broccoli because it's so good dipped in that dip. It's practically health food. It is practically health food. That's, I mean, mm-hmm. that's what I choose to believe. Cause here's the thing. I wouldn't be eating those carrots without that dip. That's right. So, so look at there. There you go. But it is really, really good. And it's not expensive to get the dip. And to me, it's a great thing. Like I'll always have it on hand because it's like if for some reason you were to have some sort of impromptu gathering, it's a great mm-hmm. thing that you can mix up really fast. And it's so good. I love that. That sounds delicious. It is delicious. I will tell you, I highly recommend. That that reminds me too, that this time of year is always one of my, my favorite times and I haven't done it yet but I need to, to make that salsa that you make but it's not really salsa but it has the black beans and yes. I haven't made that and, yet either this summer and you squeeze, you make a little mixture out of lime and brown sugar and put it on top isn't that right yeah yeah and it's like it's like oh. the southwestern bean salad kind that of thing something it's yeah. delicious Oh, it's so good. I'm now I can eat that for that. lunch. Yeah, that's, that's lunch for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, it's so good on a tortilla chip or really even just by itself. It's delicious. Mm-hmm. It's one of my favorites. And I'm going to look that I will link to that as well, because that's in the recesses of my blog somewhere, too. Okay. Yeah, it's so and good. yours, too, I'm sure. Yeah. Um. Okay, so what I guess this is my fourth thing, right? Yeah. So my fourth thing is a hair product that... I have grown to love the salon where I get my hair cut and colored um, uses Lonza hair coloring products and Mm -hmm. a lot of Lonza um, styling products. And so this is the Lonza keratin healing oil hair plumper. And you can spray it on when your hair is wet. You can spray or damp. You can spray it on when your hair is dry. I usually get my my hair about three quarters of the way dried, kind of all over where it's just a little bit damp and then spray that on there. Mm-hmm. And it's such a good finishing spray for if you have to blow dry your hair. It just, it gets rid of all the frizzies. I love it a bunch. And I feel like it makes my hair fuller maybe that's the hair plumping part but it at least my hair feels fuller and and I don't know just better all the way around when I use it so I really like it and um, sometimes like when Carla's doing my hair she'll spray it 
she'll do the root booster stuff that she puts in my hair and then she'll give it a round of the hair plumper Mm -hmm. and then she'll give it another round of the hair plumper when it's almost all the way dry. So it's great. I love it. I want to try that for sure because you know, I'm always on the lookout for, oh, there's Piper shaking. That was not Mm -hmm. my microphone. Mm -hmm. That was Piper shaking. Um, (laughs) Your microphone's done great in the bean bag. It really has. I felt like it was going to be okay. I really did. I know you had your Uh doubts, but I felt like it was going to be okay. Um, speaking of hair products, so I had heard forever about Living Proof, their dry shampoo. And it's like, you've got to mm-hmm. get their dry shampoo. So I bought a little sample size of it at Ulta and it's fine. I think it's great. I don't know that I think it's any, it's that much better than any other dry shampoo I've ever used. But I will tell you that mm-hmm. I also got a little sample size of their full volume blast. That to me, yes. like I immediately went back the next day and bought a big can because I was like, I will use this forever. It that is such high price. It is bar none, like my favorite hair product I've ever used. Like it, it, to me, it gives you the volume as if you've teased your hair, but you just like lift and you like spray it kind of at your roots where you want it when your hair's dry. So like as you're styling and then you just kind right. of zoosh it in a little bit and it just, it gives you this like magical volume and it doesn't make your hair wow. feel, feel like overly dirty or anything. Like it doesn't make my hair get dirtier faster than it does without it. It's so good. Like, I can't even tell you how good. But there, there is a, a trial size or a sample size that you can get that if you just want to give it a go, if you're not sure if you want to commit yes, to the whole thing. Yes, if you don't want to commit, I think you can pretty much find it. You can get the smaller size. Like, you know how you find it. You know how Ulta and Sephora both have like their little front thing where they sucker you into like, you're like, I'm going to get this sample size. And then it yes. turns out it's like a $25 sample size, but it feels like because it's a sample mm-hmm. size, but they have like, they do have that option. So um, okay. Yeah, it's really good if you are looking for hair volume. And I have pretty fine, like I have a lot of hair, but I have fine hair and I highly recommend it. I think it really gives you some good volume. Okay, I'm the same. I have a lot of hair, but I have fine hair. And so both of these products apparently work well for people well, like there us. There you go. So which is why we need them. This is why we need each other too. So we can know these mm-hmm. things. That's right. Um, okay, so my last thing is something that I have mentioned before. And I will say, after I said this on we, when we recorded last week, then I watched the next episode. I was a little sketchy. Oh, okay. I felt, I thought, oh, maybe that's a little sketchy, but I'm going to say it anyway, because I still, I, like, we have talked a lot about how we feel about Southern Charm on yes. Bravo. We really enjoy Southern Charm. And um, I said last year that I also like Southern Charm New Orleans, but I didn't think it was going to come back. The ratings didn't seem like they were pretty great, very good or whatever, but it's back. And so Southern Charm New Orleans, I can't remember what night it's on because I just DVR it, but I, I really enjoy it. Now, the second episode of the season, I don't know. Okay. Um, this is not where we're really going to set our moral well, compass. We'll just say I, that. Bravo like in general. You know. I think that's a good life rule. Yeah. Yeah, but there there are a couple of the guys on Southern Charm who I just find so charming and endearing, and I don't know. I love the South Louisiana culture. I love the way that they, I love the way that they entertain, just the whole thing. So there's something nostalgic, I think, about it for me, just because we lived in Baton Rouge for a little while, to sort of see them do that South Louisiana thing uh-huh, that they uh-huh. do. So again, we're not, I'm not saying to go and do as they do. I'm just saying as for a mindless summer show, it is one that I enjoy. 
Okay. Well, you know, I do love the Southern charm. I mean, it's mm-hmm. so good. I just, I feel like summer is really made for Bravo TV in general, you know? It really is. Golly. It just, it doesn't require a lot of thought. It's just kind of like, like bad candy for your brain. I don't know. I'm a fan. Mm-hmm. I'm a fan too. Yeah. So do you have one more thing? I do. So my last thing is, um, I found these, okay. So, you know, I don't know if you've seen, but like the Buddha bangles, they're like these plasticky gold bangle bracelets, like the the water and whatever. So I had been seeing those and I was like, I really like those. Well, here's the deal to get a set of them. They're like $125 and I don't like them that much. So I went on a quest and I found on Amazon a set of like seven gold plated bangles now they are not the plasticky kind they're the jingle jangle kind but it's like $15 for the whole little set of them and I'm like I love wearing them I think they add a little pop to any outfit they're not expensive it's a great thing to wear in the summer because I feel like I'm wearing more short-sleeved and sleeveless stuff so I like to have a bracelet um, or bracelets and so since they're seven you can stack them all at the same time you could wear a couple on each wrist you could just wear two or three I just really like them and they're a great inexpensive little accessory Oh, yay. Well, I will for sure link to that. That's, yeah. um, It's always good in the summertime to have something that is fun and inexpensive. I feel like in the summertime, I thought today I had to go to the doctor this afternoon and because I have a, well, apparently I have a sinus infection. But no. but I I, I kind of got caught a glance of myself as I was about to leave. And I thought, you know, I really in the summertime, um, and, I pretty much dress like I coach elementary PE for a living. And and that really, like, I don't mean any disrespect to the elementary PE teachers of the world because actually they look a lot better than what I'm bringing to the table right now. Like, I I don't know what it is. Like, I just Mm -hmm. can't seem to, I I just want t-shirts. Yeah. Like, I went today to the doctor in a t-shirt and shorts and some, some walking shoes, no makeup. Yep. Um, haven't washed my hair in a couple of days and was just like, and this is fine. Yep. This is a fine way to conduct yourself yep. on the eve of 50. Yeah. Um, so in my, what's my shirt say? Well, welcome to fa- fabulous Stark Vegas, Mississippi. Well, I mean, that's it. I mean, what you're wanting to do, it's what our grandmothers really envisioned for us, our Southern grandmothers, that we would walk around in elegance and class. I think about my nanny who would not leave her home to get her mail without a full face of makeup and her hair being done. I know. I know. Listen, if I had walked into that doctor's office and flown a whistle, nobody would have been surprised. <laughs> I'm going to need everybody to line up. I'm going to need everybody uh, to get in the I need number off. <laughs> like no, nobody, nobody would have been a, a lick surprised at that. If I had pulled out some orange pylons and set up so short, <laughs> that's what I'm working with right now. I know. So, yeah. so you've called me to hire and better with your gold bangles is what I'm saying. It, may, it makes me think, oh, like, you know, I'm okay. But mm-hmm. remember when you 
you wore actual clothes. Yeah. That was good. Well, and let me say, I mean, now today, because I also had one of those days today, like I've, I've got on my, which I've posted them a million times on Fashion Friday. I've got on my A&E, my AE, my American Eagle, like long Tom Girl jean shorts that are totally ripped up, yes. which is part of it, but they're so soft. And I have on a Texas Forever t-shirt that I put on with Birkenstocks. I do not have any makeup on. I have on sunscreen. My hair mm-hmm. is in need of a wash. And I had to go to the grocery mm-hmm. store to get my Uncle Ben's rice. And I really thought if I run into somebody I know, I'm going to tell him like I just came back from like floating the river. Like that's how bad. Like like I really did think. And I organized the relays on the river. It's what I did today. (laughs) I got everybody set up on the river. Yeah. To race. Yeah. That's what I did. It's that whole, and you know what the, the problem is? And this happened to my dad years ago, and it's still one of our favorite stories to tell is when you walk around like that, you assume you're like, but I know what I can look like. Like I know when I get dressed up and I have hair and makeup and whatever, I'm a, I'm a very respectable, well put together person a lot of the time. But, but nobody knows that when they just see this version of me slipping mm-hmm. into the grocery store. And one time mm-hmm. years ago when my dad was still working before he retired, I mean, he had to wear, I mean, it's back, he had to wear a suit, you know, five days a week. I mean, it was like back in those right. days where you like had to put your, so on the weekends, he didn't shave, he didn't get dressed up, he didn't get anywhere. And he was somewhere at one time, he and my, uh, he and Mimi had gone to the mall and she was getting her haircut or something. And the lady next to her in the chair glanced over at my dad and she said, take, for instance, that man over there. She said, he'd be really good looking if he'd just take better care of himself. <laughs> If he just had a little pride in his appearance, that'd be a nice looking man. And we laughed so hard because then she acted like she didn't know him. She was like, yeah, he would. He would be really nice looking if he took better care of himself. Hey, the same could be said of us, my That's friend. exactly the right. same could be said of yeah, us. Yeah, I've seen her in her gold bangles. I know she can do better, just not currently. I know she can do better. Yeah, so <laughs> there you have it. And I also, I have one more thing to add that is also one of my favorites, if I can have six instead of five. You, there's freedom here. Um, thank you. Um, I have enjoyed so much, and I wore them yesterday. I will have you know, they have become my lucky bulldog earrings. Okay. Not that I'm superstitious. No. Maybe a little. Mm-hmm. Um, I ordered two pairs of earrings from your sister about okay. a month ago. Okay. I love that. And so Melanie's sister, Amy, has an Etsy shop where she has all kinds of jewelry. And Melanie had, no, you didn't even tell me about it. I saw it, you, on Instagram somehow. It popped up because you had liked it or commented or something. Okay. And I ordered a pair of kind of tortoiseshelly earrings with a bunch of maroon in them that have tassels on them that have become my go-to bulldog earrings. Um, I've worn them all baseball. Well, not all baseball season, but I've worn them like for the last month of well, baseball season. They've clearly worked. Um, they've clearly worked. They've clearly that. They've done the job. And then I also, you know, I love a hoop. Yeah. And those are hoops. But I also have a pair of gold hoops that have kind of a green jadish stone that hangs in the center of them that I love so much. And they're... Um, I don't, they're just they're great looking and they're affordable and I love that they came from your sister okay and I, I was I was so happy to discover that she has this jewelry thing going on Etsy and so if if y'all want to go and look she's got so much fun stuff 
And again, like the bangles, such a fun way to sort of jazz up your summertime wardrobe. If I had, maybe if I had worn them today to the doctor, I would have looked less like a whistle belonged to Exactly like right. Neck. It would have given you. Not that there's anything wrong with that, by the way, mm-hmm. but not one thing. Well, and she has some really cute, I noticed the other day, she's got some really cute that are made out of like some sort of like acrylic gummy type material. So like you could even wear them in the pool if you're somebody who likes to accessorize in the pool, which I mean, aren't we all? Yeah, I, I like to wear at least earrings, even like, you know, if you're at the beach or whatever, just a little something. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so, anyway, uh, I will yeah. link to that because oh, that. that's a great little source of a, a summertime fun accessory that will make you feel like um, a little, you're, you've got just a little bit of sass. That's right. A little more put together. Mm-hmm. A little more put together. Okay. So. I love that. Alrighty. Well, y'all, I guess we're going to come back probably sooner as opposed to later and do this again. Um, since we were running a little yeah. behind with this one, but yeah, well, hopefully now, I mean, we definitely know not to trust my recording skills. <laughs> I'm the weak link in this whole operation. You I'll just not. Own it. Stop uh, it. A little bit. Stop it. A little bit. Okay. So, Alrighty, y'all. We hope you're, the rest of your week is great, and we will talk to y'all later. And I will say Hell State, by the way. That's right. I will, too, because you know what? That's I have. That's the only dog I have in the fight. Get that pun? <laughs> the only dog I have in the fight. Alrighty, we'll talk to y'all. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bow, bow, bow,